Super quick announcement before I get into today's episode. So I am in the process of building my very first course. So I have a lot of ideas and thoughts going out into the future about, you know, fitness courses, finance courses, even some faith courses if we ever get to that point. But right now I have built a fat loss course. I'm calling it Full Throttle Fat Loss. And the full complete version is going to be set to launch at the end of this year, probably sometime in November. And this thing, man, I am trying to make this into the most comprehensive source or resource that you can find anywhere when it comes to fat loss, right? I've been in the fitness world now for many, many, many years. And growing up, some of you guys already know my story. I grew up as a very big kid. My whole family is overweight, out of shape. I was made fun of. I was picked on. I was all those things. And then by God's grace alone, I turned it around when I graduated high school. I discovered competitive bodybuilding and the rest is history. But I say all that to say that I've made a ton of mistakes along the way. But one thing I think I've kind of figured out is how to lose fat and how to do it effectively and efficiently. So I'm building out a course with everything, man. PDFs, checklists, Google tracking sheets that have formulas built in to keep you on track, videos explaining the content, videos demonstrating the exercise, the exercises, private Facebook groups where all of the people in the program can communicate with one another and encourage one another and motivate one another. You guys can ask each other questions. You can ask me questions, all that stuff. When the full version launches later this year, it is not going to be cheap because I think that this thing is going to provide a ton of value. But what I am looking for right now is I am looking for some beta testers to go through a beta version of the program. It's going to be a nine-week version. It's going to be set to launch sometime around the middle of September. And I'm only looking for about 12 to 15 beta testers. And this is really the first public announcement I'm making about this. I did a couple of things. I sent out an email to some people and I made an announcement on the Facebook group. Uh, not the Facebook group, but the face the weekly uh, Facebook Q&A event the last couple Tuesdays, and they're already almost filled up. I already have pretty much almost, well, not pretty much almost. I almost have the 15 people that I'm looking for. I've got people that are already pretty interested, and so I wanted to let you guys know there will be a link in the show notes. If you are interested, man, click that link just to get a little bit more information about what the program will entail. And if you're interested, let me know. And if it makes sense for you after I learn a little bit more about what you're trying to do, then we will try to get you in the beta group. And it won't be free, but it will be a a significantly reduced discounted rate. And if you are part of the beta group, then you will be grandfathered in to all full versions and all updates and permanent access to the Facebook group. So I wanted to mention that. But uh, without further ado, man, let's get into today's podcast. Jim Schultz here, F-Cubed Podcast. It is a Monday and we are in desperate need of some motivation. And so I've got a nice little sheet of paper here. For said motivation, we are going back to Paris, France, April 23rd, 1910. Teddy Roosevelt is about to give a speech titled, The Man in the Arena. And here is an excerpt from that speech. It is not the critic who counts, 
Not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes up short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid, timid souls who, who neither know victory nor defeat. Now, I mean... That's it, man. Like, if that... I should just end the podcast right here. Like, if that doesn't get you fired up, if that doesn't get you all lathered up to just tackle life, then I can't help you, man. I can't help you. Teddy can't help you. I mean, what are we going to do, man? I mean, that's it. The man in the arena. Man, I heard a quote. I heard a quote from that excerpt last week and I think I put it on Twitter or Instagram or whatever and I was just like man that is just phenomenal stuff I mean if we take that just for a minute here let's apply that through the lens of our three F's right Let, let's kind of mosey on into the cube here and do this in three different ways fitness from a physical fitness standpoint I can assure you that the minute you step foot into the arena, you are going to be criticized. You are going to face backlash, especially if you put yourself out there in this world of social media that we live in, where all the keyboard warriors, man, they're going to come after you, right? In the comments section below your Instagram posts, your Facebook posts, your YouTube videos, you are going to come face to face. And by face to face, I mean you've actually put yourself out there. The internet warriors will never show their faces. You're going to come face to face with some people that might not necessarily be cheering you on. They might not necessarily, you know, want to encourage or exhort your efforts at becoming physically fit. But who gives a rip, man? Who gives a rip? Don't sit idly on the sidelines and just kind of, you know, wait until all the dominoes are set up perfectly. Until all the stars have come into alignment and everything is perfect so that you can get to work you can get after your physical fitness goals in a way where you think everybody will be happy with you. Where you think everybody will cheer you on. Where you think that even the people that have no idea what it's like to step foot in the arena. Even the people that have no idea what it actually feels like to get their hands dirty. 
will see things the way that you see things. Don't wait for the perfect setup because progress is never perfect. Perfection is an illusion, just in a general sense. But progress is always imperfect. So don't let the critics, don't let the naysayers get into your head. Start now, today, with whatever you've got in front of you. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to look foolish. You're going to do things incorrectly. But man, if your physical fitness goals are important to you, don't let any of that get in your way. Get in the arena and give yourself a chance. From a finance standpoint, I mean, it's it's kind of the same thing. It's the same thing, but it's it's a little bit different. Because, you know, I mean, it really all funnels back to saving and investing and budgeting and paying down debt, right? Socking away some savings and then, you know, investing some of those savings into the stock market. I mean, it's, it's basic stuff, right? I mean, it's a very simple plan of action. And they are definitely doing some construction right outside of my car here. So hopefully that background music kind of amplifies what I'm saying. It doesn't distract you from what I'm saying. But the thing that's kind of interesting about the stock market being in arena, something that I've noticed just in my observations over the last couple of decades, kind of being in the world of finance is this. I think most people view the stock market. Now, it doesn't matter whether we're talking about a passive investment approach or an active trading approach. It makes no difference. I think most people view the stock market as something that is just reserved for the elite that is just reserved for like these people that have an incredible, you know, incredible amount of social capital and their standing in society is elevated above, you know, the rest of us regular folk. Like people hear that you invest in the stock market, they're like, hmm, you invest in the stock market, ooh, you fancy. Right? Like, <laughs> like that's, that's how I think a lot of people view people who invest in the stock market. But that is actually not true at all. That is not true. That doesn't need to be the case. That is, I think, one of the most common fallacies of the stock market. The stock market, again, invest passively, trade actively, it doesn't matter. The stock market is open and available to you, to me, to everyone. So the arena that is the stock market, its gates are wide open. So you definitely don't need to let any critics or any naysayers hold you back in that regard. Don't let anyone lead you to believe that it is reserved for the elite because it is not. Common folk like myself have a place in the stock market. And thank God they do because it is an incredible vehicle to get you to your financial goals. But lastly, let's talk about faith, man. Let's talk about faith for just a minute. Let's talk about faith, obviously, through a Christian lens. If you are a Christian, then get ready. If you are a Christian, then buckle up. Because two things are going to dominate your life as a Christian. Two things are going to become readily apparent when you start to live out your faith.
And so those of you who are listening, you know, of my listeners who are already Christians that are living out their faiths, that people can see them and identify that, wow, there's something different about that person. That person is a Christian. That person clearly loves Jesus. And I can see through his or her actions that they actually live that out. Well, I applaud you because you already know what I'm about to say is true. For those of you that, you know, may be new to Christianity, when you are finally transformed, when you are finally converted in the Holy Spirit, you are going to realize this. And for those of you that are considering Christianity, don't let this scare you off. It probably will, but don't let it scare you off. And here's what I mean. The arena that is Christianity, the day-to-day arena that is Christianity, takes place on this world. It takes place, well, let's say, on this earth, in this world. And the arena is different. The arena that is Christianity is marked by a totally different set of characteristics and attributes and attitudes and goals. So if you if you call yourself a Christian and you live that faith out to the best of your ability, and some days are going to be better than others. And for some of us, like me, I'm doing the best I can. I'm doing the best I know how, but man, I don't feel like it's very much. But nevertheless, I need to remember, and you need to remember, that when we are in that arena that is Christianity, there is only one opinion that matters. It's God's. There is only one opinion that carries any real, true weight. It is God's. It's not mine. It's not yours. It's not your mom's, your dad's, or your spouse's. Those opinions are important. Those opinions will shape and mold us into the image that God ultimately wants for our lives. But at the end of the day, when we are navigating through the sea of difficulties and troubles and interesting situations that is the arena of this world, just know that the only opinion that matters is God's. So that different set of attributes and characteristics and attitudes and decision-making that you are called to as a Christian, you're going to stand out. You're going to stand out in maybe not the greatest way in the view of the world. But that brings me to my second point. When you enter that arena and you start to live in a way to where you're like, wow, like I actually believe and know in my heart that God's opinion is the only one that matters. You're going to do things a little differently. You're going to speak differently. You're going to act differently. You're going to think differently. And you know what? You are going to be criticized by the world. It is going to happen. I can't think of the specific scripture off the top of my head, but I know Paul writes about this a lot. I know he talks about the remarkable tension that we as Christians are called to maintain with the world. We are called to do this. We are called to be in this 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 point of incredible friction with society. 
We are called to be different. We are called to stand alone. But we're going to be criticized when we do, man. We are going to be criticized. We are going to be rebuked. We are going to be laughed at and made fun of. But Jesus says himself, when you are criticized in my name, stand firm, stand boldly, because you are pleasing my Father. Now, I just totally paraphrased. I think that was a verse from Matthew, but I'm not 100% sure. And I know I just totally like butchered it. But I tried to paraphrase the general spirit. So when you enter that arena... Don't let the critics bring you down, whether it be fitness or finance or faith. Don't let the people that have never even set foot in the arena influence what you want to do. I mean, that last line from the Teddy Roosevelt speech, man. If he fails at least... He fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. If you are in there, man, and you are blazing a trail for yourself, fitness, finance, faith, man, pat yourself on the back. Pat yourself on the back because you are in the mix. You are in the battle, and there is a lot to say for that, man. There is a lot to say for that. so that is it I hope this lifted you guys up I hope it encouraged you I hope it exhorted you I hope it did something else with some letter E that I can't think of right now but that is it man a little Monday motivation for you guys I will see you guys on Tuesday or actually no I will see you guys on Wednesday hey guys real quick just want to make you guys aware, if you don't already know about this, uh, every Tuesday night, Autumn and I get on Facebook live at 8.15 Central Standard Time for about a half an hour. And man, we just answer questions. We have an open discussion about all things fitness, finance, and faith. And we've been doing this for all of 2018, and it's been a lot of fun, and we really look forward to it every week. And so I want to make you guys aware and invite you guys to join us on the next Tuesday. You know, as your schedule permits, man. I mean, we're all busy. We're all super busy. And so just pop in for a few minutes, you know, just kind of be a casual observer or bring a question or a comment or an issue or whatever. Facebook live every Tuesday night, 815 Central Standard Time. I will see you guys there.